get your earphones in, everybody, and everybody hear us out. We are Rob Uten and Brian Dennis, and this is P-B-O-T-N. We've got my dad leveling up your awesomeness, dropping knowledge of TV, movies, and comics. We've got Brian Dennis flexing his nerd muscles. How you level up your awesomeness? He will solve the puzzle. Just when you thought you've heard it all, a new episode will come along. Won't you like, subscribe, and rate our show? One last thing. Leave a five-star review before you go. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Prevenge of the Nerds. This is a podcast about the stories that could have led to your favorite movies, TV shows, and so much more. I'm Bradley Butin, and this is my esteemed co-host. Brian S. Dennis, and the S stands for Zapka. Ooh, okay. I'll be interested to see where that's going to come into play. We will be your guides on this quest to level up your awesomeness. We will nerd out. We will get sidetracked. And we will have a great time doing it. So this is how the show is going to go. First, we're going to cover our topic of the week. We will discuss, theorize, and give our two cents worth along with a penny for our thoughts. Then we'll each have our own topic to cover with each, with each other. These will be referred to as TATS. Think about this. Brian, would you be kind enough to let everyone know what the theme for this month is and what is our main topic going to be today? Absolutely. So the theme for this month is given that this is the month of November at the time of recording, and we all know the end of November is full of most people's favorite holiday just because of the food, Thanksgiving. So Bradley and I are going to give thanks every single week during the month of November during our recording. So we're going to start off the list talking about some of the things that we find in the Nerdverse that we are the most thankful for. I love it and can't wait to to uh, go over this list with you. And so, is it uh, my turn to go first, or is it your turn to go first? For this? I think it might be my turn to go first, if you don't mind. I don't mind one bit. You All right, okay. So before we get into that, though, sure. we have one thing we have to take. One other thing uh, we have to talk about, Brian. How did you level up your awesomeness this week? All right, so here's how I leveled up my awesomeness. Last week, I talked about how the way you level up your awesomeness that you got to strut, you got to find your swagger, you got to love what you love about you. Because again, remember, which is one of my favorite things that uh, the late great comedian Bernie Mac, RIP, used to say, you don't have to like me because I like me. Well, that's all about strutting. Know what you like about you. And if no one else likes it, you love it, other people will get into it. Now, my, the way I lived my awesome this past week was I did something that we all need to do, which I took a little time for myself, took a couple of days off work, which I never do. You can ask anyone, Brian does not take any time. I got to be a half-assed dead to even call in sick. So <laughs> I, took, I took Monday and Tuesday of this week off and really not anything super duper special other than I got to hang out and just chill. And just again having a few days off, recharge the batteries where I can come back super fresh for work, super fresh for family, and super fresh for our podcast. Awesome. I dig it, man. Uh, likewise, I didn't really do anything special, but this last weekend was Halloween. And uh, as a uh, father with a with young children, uh did get to take the 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 two kids out, Leah and Anna, 
And this was really Leia's first real experience with with all when we we, we live in a main street so we've sure. gone trick-or-treating but she's never been to a neighborhood where it's just packed i mean kids walking across the street i mean like all the time right. and it was really really awesome just to see like that difference and especially like this year you know and seeing that that was that was out there it was really cool. I'm 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 glad to definitely glad she got to experience that and and set a new standard for Halloween moving forward, as well as she was Princess Leia for Halloween. Well, of course, yes, of uh, course, a new hope, Princess Leia with the oh white, nice, yeah. nice. Except she won't put her hair in the in the side buns. She, she won't do the it. buns. She you won't do, do the buns. buns. I know, hey, right? You got to do the buns. I'm, right? I know. Mean, yeah. Now I get because as a dad. Um, I got to throw this out to you. There's only a few. So Princess Leia has a couple iconic looks. <laughs> one is the side buns and one is the slave girl with Java. Right. And as a dad, I'm sure you're more okay with one than the other. So, so I would have been, I would have been like, dude, you got to do the side buns. Right. Not to mention, they're just rock star. Um, yeah. She could have, she could have did um, uh, uh, uh the Druish princess from Spaceballs, you know, she could have taken them off, you know, like, you know. That would have uh, been awesome. Yes, Daphne Zuniga. Hey, now that's a reference. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, uh, yes, the non-blonde uh, member of the Baywatch cast, because there weren't many. Uh, yeah. So, yes, yes. Oh, we called her not Pam Anderson. What, what uh, happened to Yasmin? That, she had some struggles. I remember that. Um, oh, we have a cameo. The interruption. Say that one more time, that because I did the not. Interruption from Lions is now here. Cameos. They are not interruptions. This is a cameo, which cameo. means you so, get you get to come in for short bursts. Yes. Okay. All right. What is, you have some questions? What are your questions? Talk what, in the microphone. What is your favorite kind of pet? My favorite kind of pet. Ooh, that's tough. Okay, so here's the answer. I'm a dog person, but I have cats. So, so uh, with that, but I definitely like dogs. I would love to one day, honestly, have an otter. They're illegal in Iowa, but if I could sneak one in and put them in a bathtub, I'd have an otter. Who doesn't love an otter? You know, that's a great idea. The cat is licking me. Yeah, I name him Oswald the Otter or something like that. Oh, dude, know? Oswald! I think that'd be the only name for the otter. You know, and then and then at, then at Halloween you got to dress more like the penguin, right? You oh, just yeah, have for to. sure. You just have Hal- to. Yes, uh, you know, and maybe we'll get get, get a duo. One uh, one name Oswald, one name's Cobblepot, and there oh. it is. Yeah, because you you need you need two otters instead of one. I mean, because they, they have to hold hands. They gotta have friends. Yeah, they have yes. to have friends. Yeah. Yes. And they can, you know, roll around with a stone in their belly. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. All right, lady, got any other questions? My second question is, what is your favorite TV show? <sighs> okay. You, you're actually bearing the lead for one of the things I was going to talk about. But my all-time favorite TV show, and no one in the comments shamed me for this because we didn't know then what we know now. But my favorite show growing up was 100% The Cosby Show. Okay. And again, we didn't know then what we know now. Right. right, and Melvin Jamal Warner, man, he's doing some good stuff right now. He's on yes. the Resident, dude. I love. Yes, it's, I love his character on the Resident. And hey, talk about a strong beard game. He brings oh. it for the, sure. The strong beard. 
you know, it's a different kind of beard. You, they might be tied for beard gameness, but you know, the fact that he wears the secondary mask to cover the beard, I just think right? that's just a baller look. That is my that's my beard dream. Like, I don't know if we can do if they make beard. I know they do hair plugs for Tommy Head. If I could get like the extra plugs in my cheeks, so I could roll yeah. that that beard level. But yes, the Cosby Show all time. Okay, is my favorite TV show. Awesome, Leah. You got any more? When is your birthday? What is your birthday, huh? Okay. July 18th, and I'm not telling the year because I don't want to sound any older than I am. His birthday is one month and four days after yours. Awesome. Summer birthdays. Yes, June 14th, if I can do math. Yes, I I can sometimes, but I did marry an accountant, so I wouldn't have to. Smart man. Right. All right, Leia. You wanna you wanna say anything else before you you head upstairs? <clears throat> Bye. Bye, Leia. That was loud, sweetie. Hi. I should do it the other way. First, a hi, then a bye, not the other way around. Right. Yeah. Five or we should just I just need to teach her aloha. Yeah. Leia, take your take your Wookie and your Darth Vader pillow if you want. So as a vet, I know you're probably used to being around loud noise. I know vets and hearing isn't always, you know, agree very well. I'm sure that was great, her yelling in your ear. Yeah. So, yes, yes. Yes. That might be a ringing for a little bit. Right? Oh, and the the Darth Vader, the Darth Vader pillow. I love the fact because with your green screen, your Darth Vader is actually pink, which is kind of a baller look for Vader. You know, I kind of like it, too. Yeah. What is it? I'm sure there are pink beta, especially Ooh. with uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I got to believe there's some really cool pink Vader swag out there. Put that, put that away or take up shows, honey. I, you know, I, I think I've seen some some uh, pink Vader costumes. I yeah. Which, pretty cool, actually. Well, you know, I mean, Vader's an equal opportunity uh, villain oh, slash sure. hero. So, yes, absolutely. Bye. Bye, baby. I love you. Yeah. So, who do you- Yeah. I was say, you know that that I would actually be interested, and maybe I'll do this for a uh, uh, a Star Wars theory question or something like that uh, of of gender swap Vader. Yes. Well, you know you've had gender swap Thor. Yeah. Um, you've had. I mean, Marvel is really good for playing the gender swap. Let's just say playing the gender swap car. But Marvel does a lot of the exploration. I mean, what if did that when you had uh, Captain Carter versus Captain America? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you've seen different. I mean, you've had. Pepper, what if Pepper was Iron Man? What if uh, yeah. Jane Foster was Thor? What if Lois had Superman's powers? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see it a lot when we uh, go from the male hero to, into a female sidekick slash love interest. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I personally think I like it when they have to do better <laughs> at it. Because let's be real, all men are idiots. And if you gave a bunch of us okay. power, we just, we just blow up the planet. Right. Let's just be real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the reality, in, in the Avengers, what were really happening most of the time would be uh, Widow and Scarlet Witch just, just, just going, boy, boys, put your toys away. <laughs> right. Like, like, you know, like she just move. Oh, she doesn't she get tired of tripping up War Machine's cannon. Like, <laughs> yes. the, the hammer would just be in the middle of the floor. Like, why? <laughs> and and, and no. just go, you know, no one else can lift this. Apparently, I'm not worthy. Can you prove your worth by moving your hammer? Yeah, you it, know. It's, like, it's like putting it on the on the toilet so nobody else can open it up. Like that that yeah. that, that video with Spider Man having to pee and right. four hammers on the toilet. 
yeah, you just see Spider-Man's webs just like rolling through the house because he won't clean them up, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. You know, uh, if they if they stayed true to the comics and had Red Wing instead of it being like the drone, an actual, you know, Falcon, you know, it, it the poop would be everywhere. It's just like, you know, Sam, you need to change Red Wing's cage, all those things. So yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. She's a little louder than normal today. That's all right. A little sugar. That's okay. <laughs> Before we get started with our podcast, uh, Leia's cameo and us talking and the, the Vader pillow, as they have me a question I'm curious about, who do you think is truthfully, because the, the we have a few characters that go by the name Dark Lord, or at least they play into mm-hmm. that, right? So who do you think is a better, however you conceptualize the term Dark Lord? Well, I wouldn't even do that. Who do you think is more of a badass? Voldemort or Vader? Vader. Really? Oh, God, yeah, Vader. For sure. I think Vader would make quick... I think, I, th- I think Vader wouldn't even need to pull out his lightsaber. I think I think he would just... I think he would just force, just force choke crap. Yeah, yep. yeah. So this is where I have a point. I think Voldemort might be into that. He really might be into that a little bit. Like, <laughs> no, I'm going to choke you. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> What's the scene for Little Shop of Horrors when the dentist is there with uh, Bill Murray and he's torturing Murray's enjoying it and he's just can't like, no, get out of here, you sicko. Like, no, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Take your robe and go. Here, take your wand. Yeah. Uh, and he just, and he called him Tom just to annoy him. Go ahead, Tom. Awesome live podcast. Again, that's why you get to edit the show. I just get to come in and hang out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so I, I agree that, that Vader would take out Voldemort because, uh, again, just by the fact that, you know, without the wand, Vader is really just butthurt over, you know, the fact that he's a, a, a half-blood or, you know, yeah. mud-blood or whatever the terms are. Forgive me, I'm not up on my Potter lingo as much as I used to be. And, um, yeah, and the fact that he loses, he lost to, okay, let's be real. He lost his big first big fight to a baby. Yeah. As much as you know, we kind of we kind of you know get into the Harry Potter mythos and all this and the sacrifice that his mom made, all this sort of stuff. Let's be real: the entire magical world is afraid of a guy who lost a fight to a baby. And let's remember, the baby didn't do anything. The baby just went baby. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, exactly, exactly. You lost your corporeal form to a baby who was. Sitting there, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So, so basically, he go well. He and again, we, we they do a good job of like trying to expand it. Well, it was love, love saved Harry. You know what? So what you're saying is Voldemort is really needs a hug. That's all it is. <laughs> and then Vader comes along to lift him up. Yeah, that's your that's your kryptonite. Authentic feelings. <laughs> no, don't accept me. No. <laughs> He curled up like the Wicked Witch in, in, in The Wizard of Oz. Just like, uh, oh, no, there's acceptance and empathy. No, and his feet will curl up. All right, yeah. Speaking of, of Wicked Witch, um, yes. they, did you see that they just announced the evil queen in the live-action Snow White movie for Disney? No, who's it going to be? Gal Gadot. Wonder Perfect Woman is going to be... Right? I'm like, that is amazing casting. I she's she's, she's got to be six feet uh, in her bare feet. So she's got to have a great physical impulse. She's got those striking cheekbones. Um, uh, the only thing of it is, and I'm is and luck is can they make her evil? 
you know, yeah, because she's she's a beautiful woman, right? And, you know, the first Wonder Woman was a very good movie. Eighty four. The less we say about it, the better. Um, you know what? We should do that as a prevenge. We we are going to fix Wonder yes, Woman eighty four. We are. And for those of you that haven't seen it, please, please, please don't. And let us fix it for you. I yeah. mean, that's that's not a spoiler. That's a warning. Okay, right. so we got your backs here. All right. Yeah, we'll put that in, and we're gonna fix Wonder Woman. We should. That should be our theme for maybe December. Well, our our presence to the world is that we're gonna Ooh. fix. We're gonna fix movies or plot holes or anything like that. You know, I already know one of the ones I'm starting with is is Matrix. Like, what the hell happened to Neo? Yeah. Like. The, the, where the Matrix films went on, and we got to, I know we're going to start our, our thankfulness, but where the Matrix film, and I love them. I mean, the first oh, yeah. one was so, I, I mean, now it feels a little contrived because they've had so many spoofs uh-huh. using bullet speed. Uh, but when that first happened, it blew your mind. Like, what is this? Yes. And for those of you that are old, that are younger than Bradley and I that may have only seen The Matrix like on Amazon and when it's very streaming services, mm. you don't get how powerful their advertising campaign was. Because the advertising campaign was simply the green screen with all the, the, the symbols and what is The Matrix. That was it. Yeah. That was it. And occasionally, once that was out for a while, they then they show like some screen, but they always show like different parts. They would show like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix, but it's his kind of his regular self, Mr. Anderson. Then they show him and Morpheus doing the, 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 the really famous jump scene. Yep. And did they then, you know, they, again, they show the bullet speed scene with him and uh, Smith. And it's just like, okay, another one. This, okay, last one. Then we, then we got into our stuff. And then, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to have to have a versus theme show with the same actor, but two different characters Ooh. fight each other. So John Wick Smith, versus Neo. That was really where I was going, but I'm. Hold- By the way, that's a, that. That to me, other than human life, <laughs> the biggest capture of the pandemic was we did not get a chance to see uh, the the weekend of Keanu. You know, Keanu versus yeah. Keanu. Which hopefully, when they get things rescheduled in 2022, hopefully we'll get to see Neo versus John Wick in the theaters. Um, um, but who who you picking, John Wick? Versus Neo in, I'll add this, in the Matrix. Okay. So they're not confined by regular physics. So, and John is aware of the Matrix enough that he could he could use the Matrix similar to what Neo does. Who are you picking, okay. John Wick versus Neo? John Wick. Yes. Yes. John Wick. Oh, I, man, yes. I, I look, uh, uh, I know that they're making a prequel series. Yes. To, uh, and, yes. and uh, Mel Gibson is going to be part of it. Well, We'll hope it's still good. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I enjoy Mel Gibson. Yeah. You know, he lost us all with the S with the sugar comments. Yep. And, you know, yeah. Um, and if you read anything about, about his dad, Mel Gibson is as functional as he should be with the father he was given. I mean, legitimately. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely one of the, one of those, but yes, um, yes. And I think Matrix comes out in a couple months. Does it? I didn't realize yeah, they I had think it, it comes out at the end of okay. December. All right, which I again, Matrix lost me with the scene with the when he comes with he goes to the door and uh, I think it's reloaded because I think mm-hmm. Revolutions is the third one when he goes to the door and reloaded and they basically dispel they ruin all the magic of the one. Yeah, we have yes. a one every generation, not that big of a deal. Your job is basically to 
get get people back into the matrix. So here we do. We've we've destroyed Zion umpteen million times. It's just like, wait, what? What? Yeah. For a movie and a half, you've gotten us thinking like, yes, humanity's gonna prevail, but just be like, nah. Yeah. I mean, it's like if Skynet had a sense of humor. It's like, wow. Right. Really? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to do, I just finished my Star Wars, my complete Star Wars rewatch. So okay. I think uh, since the new Matrix is coming out, I am going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do the Matrix. And if you want to, you can follow along and then uh, every week we'll, we'll talk yes. a little bit about the Matrix. Yes. Yes. Leading into the leading. We'll call it, we'll just call it the, we'll, we'll call it with some clever name. But, we will. Uh, and I think one of the things that we'll, we'll touch base on this offline, but definitely I think we need to identify what we consider the best part of each of the films, because because there is there is value. Yes. Just from the nerd standpoint, there is value uh, in each of the films. There's also things that maybe you go, really? Um, you know, my value will always and forever be Carrie Ann Moss. Um, but, you know, like, I just, yes, thank you, Carrie Ann. Thank you, Trinity. Um, uh, you, 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 <laughs> Again, you can tell when nerds are really behind. And by the way, the Wachowskis, uh, fantastic. Have you ever seen their series on Net- Netflix called Sensate? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So the that, Wachowskis. That show ended too soon. That was a did. really clever it show. It did. It should have gone much longer. Uh, the, um, I think, um, also, if you've not seen it, it's, it's different, Bane, but another show on Netflix it's a uh, is uh, called Travelers. If you've not watched Travelers, that's a great show. Eric McCormick is in that. That yes. is a really clever show. And as a well. great and a great. Well, it was the second role after because he did a cop show on TNT for a little bit too. But a oh, really yeah. good spin after I want to. I was going to call it the Shield, but that's the one. By the way, talk about a guy that can play two different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the commission going into the Shield uh, was just like wow. Like, yeah. dude went to the gym. Uh, he got serious. All right, I'm going to shave the head. I'm going to do some sit-ups. I'm going to wear those shirts that... But I love the fact that he wasn't, he wasn't too in shape. Like, he was he was in shape like he could fight. Yeah. Like, he was not like... Because sometimes you see guys, okay, I love Deadpool, but Ryan Reynolds, there's nothing about him that makes you intimidated, right? So, right. you know, the dude's in fantastic shape. Chris Pratt, in fantastic yeah. shape. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, fantastic shape, but nothing about it makes me think that if it really came down to it, if they were in a real fight, that they could whoop anybody's ass, right? They look really good, and, and right. hey, I appreciate the effort because you, you put more in than I ever will. Versus the there's certain characters that like they could fuck you up right. if they really got a mind to. Like I, I, I have no idea who Liam Neeson is in real life. But the way he comes across is if it really came down to it. Yeah. He's yeah, the dude you want. Like, you, he's the guy you want. Like, right. like he's MacGyver with a, with a kill switch. Like, right. all right. He may there's be on a walker. Here. He may yes. be on a walker, but you know what? That, yes. that guy's going to keep me alive. Yes. He would intimidate you just by going, I will find you. No. <laughs> no, you won't because I'm going to hide. And yeah. I'm the best hider ever. Right. Uh, yeah. And last one before we get to this is definitely. Um, for the for the audience, if you if you like, um, again we talked about those we talked about Taken, we talked about the Matrix, we talked about and again uh, John Wick with Gung Fu and all that, mm-hmm. uh, which again taking uh, there's definitely some cultural appropriation because Gung Fu was a thing in other countries before it was here, but another movie that I think and again what made me hopeful and yet disappointed in Ben Affleck's 
portrayal of of the Dark Knight was if he would have been the dude that he was either in Gone Girl or this movie I'm going to mention, The Accountant. That's it would have been such. And if you have never seen The Accountant, it is such a phenomenal movie. Such yeah. a phenomenal movie. You know, uh, it is an action film with a great deal of heart, a great deal of sensitivity, which is going to sound weird me saying that it has a great deal of sensitivity to neurodiversity in a movie about assassins. Right. But it does. Uh, it's just awesome. It's really, it's one, it's, it's one of the, again, that and Gong are probably my two favorite portrayals that he's done. I, I Shocks America, Gili does not make the list. <laughs> or but, or um, Argo. Yeah. Reindeer Games, I, it depends on my mood. Reindeer games yeah. are depending on my mood, you know. So more Charlie stare on the better, but reindeer games, like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. sorta, you know. It was in that point in place. As long as things blew up, we were kind of happy, you know, kind of like Broken Arrow. You yeah. know, I don't. Let's not think too much about it, right. or you know, uh, talk about implausible movies. Face off, like Ooh. wait, what? Again, it was Nick Cage and John Travolta in their popcorn movie best, but mm-hmm. it's like, huh? Wait, and they heal in like two hours? Wait, wait. Uh, huh? So, I don't, yeah. The good segue uh, is John Wu. Uh, John Wu, yes. who did face off, they, yes. he, he, they just announced that he's doing a new movie mm. with uh, Joel Kinnaman, actually, is, mm. is going to be the main star. And nice. there's no dialogue. Meaning no dialogue. It's all in impromptu dialogue, and there's no dialogue. No dialogue. In the movie, apparently, I, I that's what I read. That there's there's a joke, like there's no dialogue. It's gonna be, and it's an action movie, of course. Sure, huh? Because yeah. first I thought you meant there's just gonna be no script, and it'll be just off the cuff dialogue. But there's no dialogue. No dialogue. Now I want to see it because I get the feeling know, they're right? gonna pull it off. Even if they, even if it flames out, the attempt. And and this is where again I'm nerdy enough to know a little bit about how movies are made. You got to give credit for the studio mm-hmm. to back something like that. You got to be right. really secure and that this movie's going to make his money back. And like it's Joel Kinnaman, not Tom Cruise, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know, in today's world, Kinnaman might care a little more weight than Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> I tried so hard to get into Jack Reacher. I did. I was like, ah. Yeah. That's a, there's I, a show coming out, Jack Reacher, for, uh, for Amazon. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. I did do that, so on my days off, what I did do was I watched my absolute favorite Tom Cruise movie about four times, which is The Last Samurai. It is a beautiful film. I love that movie. A That's beautiful. probably one of my top Tom Cruise movies. I, I think The Mission Impossible 1 will okay, probably good. always That's be good. my, my yeah. favorite, or, or Top Gun. You know, top, yeah, top Gun is Top Gun. I mean, there's right, that. You know. I mean, yeah. Uh, it, it basically made Tom Cruise with, it made him one of the kings of the 80s Minority mm-hmm. Report I think is fantastic as well um, uh, Days of Thunder yeah, depends on my mood yeah. basically I find that and, uh, Eyes Wide Shut and far, far and away in Eyes Wide Shut they were supposed to be these epics yeah. and I'm just like this is so forget my language masturbatory like people are just really into themselves when they made these films like yeah they did not care if the viewer audience enjoyed them at all far and away was just too long and i mm-hmm. and shut were just like wait what am i watching and not that they kind of good made me think deep about it, it made me go i paid for this and, and i'm why. watching it for nicole kidman <laughs> yes 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 yes, yes. Bye. Bye. Oh my goodness.
All right, baby girl, go. I mean, that's loud on my end, dude. All right. So, <laughs> go, baby girl. Let me kiss. Let me kiss. Do you guys go, Wawa, too? Yeah. <laughs> don't make us deaf, please. I love you. So, finishing up our cruise tangent, which is, this was very odd. So, I actually saw this on an uh, episode of Inside the Actors Studio, R.I.P. James Lipton. Which is they're interviewing Jamie Foxx. They're interviewing Jamie Foxx on the heels of him winning the Oscar for Ray, um, and they had talked about Jamie Foxx had recently made, I forget, I think Collateral, which is the movie he did with Tom Cruise, was filmed yeah. before Ray. But I think Ray may have been released before. Anyway, they asked him um, what was it like for him to 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 how was the project brought him into these sort of things. So so he goes. Um, you know, what's it like meeting Tom Cruise for the first time? And he goes, I was already just be very smooth and calm with both actors, with both stars, you know, with both celebrities. And then he goes, but I see Tom Cruise. He goes, all I could think about was Last Samurai. And I was like, you're the last samurai. He does this total fanboy thing. And they wind up being good friends. And then Tom Cruise went Tom Cruise. And we all know the thing about jumping up and down on the couch. Yeah, and this is where Hollywood gets a little dramatic. If I remember from reading this correctly, it, uh, Katie Holmes famously, and she—I don't know if they're still together or not—but she was in a very long-term relationship post Tom Cruise with Jamie Foxx, and it actually was written in the divorce decree between uh, Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise that she could not be seen in public with anyone as a romantic partner till their kid reached a certain age. And because this is what happens when you have Scientologist lawyers write divorces, yeah. right? But in any event, so like she had to wait till the kid was, I don't, I'm not going to remember the age. Uh, it's irrelevant to a certain extent. But that, but her and Jamie Foxx had to kind of date and see, they could not be seen in public. And I mean, if you're a celebrity, how hard it is to not be seen in public, right? Yeah. Uh, so they had to kind of, you know, on the very, very not low because people knew they were together but they was never seen together but you know like as soon as the kid became old enough hey here's here's katie holmes and, and jamie fox or as we like to call her bad rachel because she just batman be, that's that is the yeah. sole reason why batman begins of that christopher nolan trilogy why that one is number three that of, of, of one to three that that is she she tried she's not a bad actress no. But she just didn't fit. I didn't get Kate Bosworth in the Superman series. Like, wait, what? Yeah, she was not you, great of a Lois Lane. Lois? I don't get yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough tennis for, for one evening. Are we ready to prevenge? I am ready to prevenge our our top characters that yes, sir. we're thankful for. Yes, yes. So let me kind of bury the needle here or bury the lead before I pull out my list, which is this. So if you've listened to the podcast, you know how much I love Batman. Batman is not on my list. Oh. So I challenged myself when I came with this list, and we've got, I think we both have probably about four or five folks we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to pick characters that, you know what, just that, that they did something to for me personally so batman is my all-time favorite character because i am a fan of batman okay yeah. my fanboyishness uh and i and i and i will and i'll wave that flag highly i picked this list for people that for whatever reason or character for whatever reason i just honestly liked not okay. necessarily not necessarily like oh my god i want to be batman which yeah. i do 
But I, but these characters, like, I want I, these are characters that I wish that if the if 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 the universe was real, that these would be people that were in my life or miss us and me personally, even if it was just for that one particular moment. So I tried to pick ones from different genres, and so that's what we're gonna start out with. All righty, okay. okay, sounds good. So the first one I wanted to pick was one of my favorite characters from a movie. Okay. And so again, I'm a child of the 80s and in the early 90s. And one of the things that made this really the 80s really, really cool for movies is that we had robots. And it was and it was with computers. And you could and, and remember this is a, this is the decade where if you uh, hooked your computer up to your television and lightning struck it and you wore a bra on your head, you can make your dream girl, right? So, right. If, and by the way, if you're a true nerd, you'll know the movie that I'm referring to. We're not going to tell science. you. Well, by Brad, so first off, a really cool spinoff show with Vanessa Angel was really good for a few years on the USA Network. Yes, it was. And USA had some good shows. It did. And then just that theme song. Weird science. Yep. Yes, and again, R.I.P. Perfect Woman. Not Bill Pullman. Oh, shoot. Who played Chet? It's not Bill Pullman. Mm, uh, no, it was. Oh, oh shoot. He just passed away a couple years ago. Did and he? I'm, I'm, yes. Yes. Because he was also in Twister. And I cannot think of his name. Now. Oh, Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton. Yes. Yeah. He, they, yeah, they started a TV series of a, of a movie. And I can't think of the name of it. I don't want to keep. I want to get to our things. But he died like he he in real life died after the first episode. I mean, obviously, they filmed the series, uh-huh. the first season. But he died like the week after the first episode aired. So then they canceled the series because, well, yeah, stars dead. Right. But right. he had like a he had like a like a heart attack or something out of nowhere. Mm. But yeah, so but again, R.I.P. Bill Paxton and R.I.P. to Dot, and you know uh, R.I.P. to Carrie. Who, if you just would have followed them down that road, you wouldn't get hit by the twister in your car. Your truck wouldn't have exploded. All right, <laughs> as you wish, Carrie. As, as, as you, you wish. wish. All right, as you wish. <laughs> okay. Also, R.I.P. to Thomas Hayden Church. Okay, so not Thomas Hayden Church. Um, yeah, he's still alive. No, oh Jesus! Oh, never mind. Uh, He's dead. Guy, he died. Yeah, he did. He came back though. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, we're gonna get that too because I think we're going on a bad path here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait, they brought, they brought up Jesus. Yes. Hey, I actually do believe, but I'm still not gonna press my luck here. Okay. Right. So again, no whimmies. Yeah, so the era of the 80s was brought us all kind of robots. We had, again, uh, we had Johnny Five. We had the Transformers. But my absolute favorite robot of the 80s was Jinx from Space Camp. Oh, my gosh. I have not thought about that movie forever. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So for those of you that do not know Space Camp, it was a fantastic. So we all, most of us have heard the, the, the entity known as Space Camp. Which is kind of NASA's, uh, you know, youth paramilitaristic mm-hmm. group. Uh, so they take nerds and go, "Hey, we'll show you how to do space," which is kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Uh, really, still super, super competitive to get into it. Anyway, so Space Camp was about a bunch of kids who, again, were attending space camp, and um, uh, they had the typical, the good-looking guy, the kind of the again the eighties, the best that we said in the eighties. So you have the the really smart, nerdy completely should be the captain of the ship paid by the wonderful Leah Thompson. 
Uh, and again, thank you for some kind of wonderful, made so much of the 80s wonderful for me. Uh, uh, and then kind of the broguish rebel guy who has absolutely no qualifications. And of course, who becomes the hero and the great captain, the guy with the no qualifications? Because again, in the 80s, to be a to be a lead, all you had to do was be male and, and funny, basically. Yeah. Uh, but part of the show is that the youngest member of the cast is a kid named Max. Uh, he was not allowed to go into space because he's too young, even though he, again, he's a super duper nerd. So NASA had a robot named Jinx, J-I-N-X, uh, who, who again, I love, again, this has got to love the 80s plot. He hacked the NASA computer system to send up the test shuttle into actual space. So Jinx put Max in space. I love this movie so much. I love it for an early Tom Scarrett uh, yeah. appearance. Uh, and again, Prevention of Nerds, folks, we will do this all show. Um, I just love it because, again, it just showed, it made robots cool. I like the fact that you had, again, this kid that, because again, this also the era that Skynet made us think the machines are going to come to get us. They really might be, by the way. Yep. Um, but it was just that cool moment that I watched that movie. We had the movie on VHS. And for those of you, the younger folks, um, I was gonna say think about a DVD, but we need to go like think about the think about the movies you stream. Think about Amazon and Netflix. Yeah. But it was in a really hard plastic case, and you had to make sure you you had to physically tell it to rewind because it didn't just loop around. Okay. Right. Um. Anyway, we had the VHS of this movie, and I watched it so much that in certain sections, maybe you had this experience, Brad, that mm-hmm. we that I warned the videotape down where it would it would glitch, it would either yep. get tangled, or the picture would uh, get kind of wonky because we had worn the tape down. So I love Space Camp, fantastic movie, and the best yeah. part of Space Camp for me was Jinx. So uh, my comment about Space Camp, my my memory about that is that I remember taping that movie off of the free preview weekend of like Cinemax or oh, HBO yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then, yeah, I remember watching it so many times. That's the only yes. time we, we got those premium channels when there was a free weekend. So we, yep. we would just buy a whole bunch of tapes and just like tape every movie yes. that was out yes. that weekend. Yes. Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh. Good pull, man. Yes. Good pull. Millennials will never know the, the, the skill it took to either re- get your favorite song off the radio by making a mixtape, yep. and you you would insist on total silence. Yeah, we you would sit there with your ear to the radio for twenty minutes with that one song to play because you know it was gonna play, or dubbing tapes, which is again that's how. So those of you that enjoy like computers that can do all these great things with editing and movies is because we had to steal in the eighties. You had to break copyright law. Okay, and we <laughs> did it proudly. Okay, yeah, exactly. All right, man. You want to keep going on your list? You want to, you, or you want sure. To I, I'll go one more. Now I'll give it over to you. All right, okay. Where I want to go next. Okay. So the next person on my list, actually, uh, I thought about, again, wh- who who would I want to hang out with in real life? Okay. okay. So this particular person has played quite a few characters I'm a big fan of. Um, but I also thought, you know what? I would just love, love, love to hang out with this dude because I think he would be just like a really cool person so i'm gonna see if you can guess okay who this person is so uh, if i said the name chas osborne does that mean anything to you uh, yes what about greg tolan uh that one doesn't but Chaz osborne is, it was is that from 
the movie like one of the boys or something like that the greg tolan is chaz osborne asked it from back to school and this one hopefully will really sell it for you johnny mf and lawrence yes sir johnny lawrence the inimitable billy zapka or as he is now known as william zapka right this dude was the quintessential prick of the 80s if you dislike malfoy or joffrey Trust me, they had they did not hold a candle to Billy Zapka in the 80s. Okay. Yep. He was a jerk in just one of the guys back to school. And of course, the first two karate kid movies, which are getting the best karate kid movies in my okay. All deference to James Smith and your parents. It was better than the next karate kid. And again, I really like Hillary Swank. Uh, but and it was better than Karate Kid Part Three, to be honest with you. But right. uh you should have stopped again we this is one of the rules of the prevent of the nerd universe when you make a trilogy stop it too <laughs> we, we, have said this, we have said yes we have said this multiple times the godfather back to the future the matrix and definitely the karate kids franchise stop <laughs> at two reaching for that trilogy is just yeah you, you roll the dice one too many times right right anyway right. zapka was just again i People hated uh, his characters and didn't, didn't like dislike him. I know he's done some interviews. He said that he really stopped acting for a while and got into directing because similar to, and I forgive him for forgetting the name of the character that played, the gentleman that played uh, uh, Joffrey uh, uh, in uh, Game of Thrones. But he mm-hmm. kind of got like, hey, he, we only, he, he kind of bugged if you're always playing a prick, right? So he goes, you know, I'll go do something else. And of course, uh, one of the absolute best things happened about Netflix is, is Cobra Kai. He is so yep. fantastic, and I, I, I just absolutely—I mean, I think him and Macho both do a great job, and they do a lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudges to the camera, like, "Dude, we know what this is," but he brings a lot of heart to that mm-hmm. character, um, and I think again, just for uh, S's and G's, I would love to hang out with Billy Zapka. So Billy Zapka is one of those characters. I'm there—he's a person who's played a lot of characters that okay. I'm thankful for. Awesome. I, uh, I I dig it. I mean, uh, that actually is pretty similar to one of my choices. So Let's hit it up. All right. So I, I went a little bit different. So when I was coming up with my list, I wanted to pick characters that in my life that have cha- pretty much changed me, okay. made me who I am today. Sure. sure. And uh, growing up, uh, you, there was a, a cartoon that was on there and Spider-Man. Yes, Spider Man, and now I'm cheating a little bit because I'm I'm going a little bit in the universes a little bit. So I'm um, my Spider Man and Venom. So Spider Man okay. was awesome, but then you had the black suited Spider Man, yes. right? Yes, yes. And then they turned him into his own superhero, Venom. Yes. And he had those teeth, and he was just awesome. And he yes. was created back in in the early '80s. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, like he's one of those characters that. That really have been around my entire life. It was created yes. in my life, yes. you know, yes. which is which is kind of cool. And Venom, to the same. I mean, he's just one of those characters that has that has grown and grown and grown. Mm-hmm. You could even argue that in some parts of the of the years, Venom may have, may have I won't say eclipsed Spider Man's popularity, but definitely was riding close. Venom has definitely yeah. become when he more from villain to antihero to hero. Mm-hmm. He definitely his his fandom has, and it's just a cool slick. 
I'll just get yeah. back to your, your thing, but it's just a badass look. It's just, yeah. again, if you're a really good villain, people, you become a hero. You yeah. know, it, yeah, it just, it just happens. Yep. Unless you're the Joker. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be really funny here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a, that was on my list. And then I want to go in the same, same uh, genre a little bit. And the, this other thing that helped me become who I am today uh, is a very, very famous animated series that has the, probably the most widely known intro, which would be X-Men. Now, man, especially two characters that come to mind with X-Men, that that kind of forged my who I am. That'd be Wolverine. Is there a pun intended with the forge drop there? Oh, I didn't, uh, so pun wasn't intended, but it is now. <laughs> yeah, this revenge the nurse thing, man. We 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 just we just pick them out of the sky. Go ahead. Uh, Wolverine. Yes. And Gambit. I love yes. me some Gambit. Yes. I, you know he's kind of a crappy mutant. He's kind of a dick. But yes. you know what? Man, Gambit, they, they've never, the movies haven't done him justice. They have not. I've never, um, never asked that. You thought they had been a good portrayal. Not yet, anyway. Right. And the thing, and like, I'm, I do, I do card magic. Okay. And what got me into cards is Gambit. Yes. So Gambit, that's, that's a big part of my life. And I don't even have a lot of Gambit stuff because there's, there's not a good series. There's not a good comic with him right now. I sure. do collect Wolverine comic because my sure. favorite comic book artist, a writer sure. doesn't Benjamin Percy. You're awesome. Um, sure. You know, but, um, but yeah, I Gambit and Wolverine. I, I was introduced to them in the X-Men uh, in the X-Men animated series. And, and I remember just every Saturday watching with my brother. I love that you picked those two in particular, partly because number one, those were, those were my two favorite as well from the X-Men series. And that was, and again, I know we're probably dating ourselves here, but again, we look at the late 80s and early 90s. Those was that was still when Saturday morning cartoons were must see, right? Yeah. So again, and then I'm, and I, I'm not gonna put you in the same boat. I'm probably sound like a the old man. Oh, well, I remember when, but you know, when things were not when you couldn't stream when a series, excuse me, when a season was not released on one day. Now I'm also one of those people that get mad when when the streaming services try and go an episode a week. Like mm-hmm. when Invincible was first, which again, if you haven't watched Invincible, uh, ladies and gentlemen, watch it. It's a fantastic so show good. on Amazon. Uh, so it good. is not for kids. It is animated. It is so not for kids. <laughs> uh, teenagers might even be pushing a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, that was just such a must-see. Of the, and when the x-men it was the, it, it was the last show on fox and yeah. fox of saturday morning and so you you await through some 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 crappy shows there mm-hmm. here there for uh because again if you missed the episode because you couldn't stream it you had to wait till it cycled around which might not right. be until summer uh you would ask and i mean and they had and it was deep yeah and it's actually on disney plus so it's fantastic you can watch it now it does not hold up it, it depends some, some, some episodes, episodes. Some episodes do, some episodes don't. Yeah. Uh, the animation, uh, I they did a great job. I, I still like the Wolverine saber tooth things that they oh, did God, there. Yeah. Uh, the thing they did with Storm, some of the other stuff is like. Yeah. Eh. Um, they did. They probably they did. They did a much better version of Rogue 
than they did yes. in the in the uh, live action movies. Yep. Uh, okay. That being said, fantastic. I was really hopeful, uh, which made uh, why Wolverine Origins was such a heartbreaking movie. Yeah. The way they treated both Gambit and Deadpool. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just like, wait, you have you have two characters people have been dying to see in the live action form. Uh, yeah. in, in in Deadpool. Uh, uh, excuse me. Um, in um, in in Gambit and um, in how they treated Deadpool again. Yeah. Uh, which Ryan Reynolds got to completely make up for it. Uh, with the three movies that he's done with the character as well. So I, I love that you love those. And again, from that from that thing. By the way, my first exposure to Wolverine. Do you remember Spider Man and his Amazing Friends? You remember that show? Yeah. Yeah. There was it was a one shot show uh where they explored that where Bobby Drake, Iceman, yeah, uh, and Firestar were Ashley Mutants. Uh by the way, Iceman won the original X-Men, which mm-hmm. I would love the athletes stay true to the comic book of the original five X-Men. They've never done that. I know. Um, uh, Can you but name anyway, the original five. Huh? Can you name the original five? Yes. Okay. So there is Cyclops, there's yep. Jean Grey, aka she was Marvel, Marvel. Girl then. Okay, yep. Uh you had Beast. You had Iceman, and you had. I might have been was the original. Oh, an angel, Boyd yep. Worthington the third. Yep, before yes. he became devil. Yes, yes. So before he became death, and then later on Archangel. Yep. Uh, okay, of those of those mutants, which one is the from power rankings? So you have the original five, which again are Cyclops, yep. Marvel Girl, aka Jean Grey. They mm-hmm. got rid of her code name pretty early on. Beast, Iceman, and Angel. Who are the two? Because they're because they're okay. they're technically classified at the same level, but their powers are different. Of those five, who are the two most powerful? Do you know? Well, I mean, Marvel Girl, Jean Grey, mm-hmm. but but it, it, like they 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 blocked her. They they've never really right. let her. Yes, because a lot of the, the, the honestly, I I think that they just didn't want that powerful of a woman at that time. That's completely it. In, She'd have been comics. a man. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I mean, Jean Grey. If it was Jean Grey, G-E-N-E. It'd have been totally different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I would have to say, I would have to say not Cyclops. Psych- I'd say Iceman. Yes. Both Jean Grey and Bobby Drake are considered Omega level mutants. So they are among yeah. the most powerful mutants. Yes. And Iceman is another character definitely could do more with yes uh did a they uh sean ashmore ashmore did a good job he tried yeah yeah yeah. i mean we only got one scene with him completely in ice but yes and that was quick that was a quick cut that was like they ran that that's two job but it was really pushing it like but we made these claws and we made stuff flying these optic beams we really gotta just make this ice shot real quick okay But no, I love that. But anyway, back to back to my real thing, which was um, in, in in an episode of Spider Man and His Amazing Friends. There's actually one episode where they explore uh, the fact that uh, uh, Firestar and Iceman are mutants. Where they actually go to the Xavier School for the Gifted, and they run into the X Men. They had they had Colossus, they had uh, 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 Cyclops, and they had a very early rendition of Wolverine back with the costumes kind of the different shades of brown yeah and he comes across as a total pirate he's friendly oh no yes he's he's just like this rogue 
Like oh, he's no, this, no, he, no. he almost reads like Gambit. Like if you watch it now, yeah, it's like kind of that devil may care thing. But he's actually kind of like I want to say he actually uses his claws to like roast because they have a barbecue, and I want to say he uses his claws to like roast. Like I also oh, say, my. I think it was roasting apples. Like it wasn't even like steak. Oh no! Yeah, and I was like thinking. So when so later on when I actually got to the comics of reading Wolverine. I just that my reference point was that one episode of Spider's Amazing Friends. I'm like, wait, this guy's angry. You know, like yeah. it would be like judging Batman based on a 60s show. Like, wait, what? Right. No, yeah. All right. So, no, great picks. Great picks. Awesome. All right. Okay. My, and you want to keep going or want me to go? I go. You want to do a couple? All right. I'll go a couple more. I'm just pulling up my list again. So, um, I will say, I will cover this. So, I kind of already buried the lead a little bit on this one. When Leia asked me her question, as far as my favorite television show, so one of, this other one would be one of my favorite characters from uh, television. Because we don't talk about we talk about TV shows kind of when we go on our tangents. But one of my yeah. favorite, again, my absolute favorite show growing up was the Cosby Show. And again, we know uh, uh, Sir Lydia William is. of Cosby uh, <laughs> is not the nicest fellow in the world, right? Uh, 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 you know. But one of the, but I love that it was, it was an African-American cast. Yeah. Uh, dad's a doctor, mom's a lawyer, they're upper income. But I didn't realize as a kid when, when they would remark on, oh, we're not, they had one scene where the parents go to the kids. Uh, we're not, uh, you aren't rich, we're rich. Cause I just, cause they, but when I got older and realized, okay, if he's a, if she's a partner in a law firm and he's a successful enough obstetrician, he could work from home. That's a lot of money coming to that house. Right. They own they own property in Brooklyn. Okay. Like they, they, they weren't renting, they owned that house. Um, anyway, so but of the people, but, but one of the folks that again identify because similar to I would want William Zapka to be my friend mm-hmm. in real life. This character, the character I want to be my friend in real life, and that was Theo Huxtable. So I just absolutely loved him. He was, yeah. he was the only, he was the only, he was the middle child of a yeah. family full of women. Uh, uh, so he had, he had that whole, I was raised by women. So we kind of had those things in common. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of when you're the, when you're the lone male voice, sometimes you get all the blame and none of the credit, which honestly, with as much privilege that we get for being men, we deserve to take that one on the chin. Yeah. Um, uh, I just liked uh, so many of his storylines. Again, Malcolm Jamal Warner has definitely, again, blossomed. Dude, such a um, great actor. Yes, with The Resident and so many other things. Uh, I just think it's just a very cool. So, and I, and I, and again, I'm assuming that folks watching this may have been familiar with the show, which is the, the famous episode where he has the Gordon Gartrell shirt. I wanted that, not the real shirt that was all nice, but when his sister makes him that janky knockoff, that that kind of golden blue shirt with the arms mm-hmm. of the different length, all that. I like, I was like, I want that shirt. I really, I just want to release it to Bonoda to come hang out, but that's another story for another oh, day. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, for I saw someone mentions like she's 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 got some talent by the fact that she has she has her, her the two dudes she's been coupled with the longest were Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa now nice. that's that's some that's some swag I mean that's some yeah. that's some I was gonna say that's some lady swag no no that's just straight swag well and the fact that Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa are good friends yes they get along right which is just like wait what I mean and, and I, Catwoman is their daughter is is their daughter 
Yes. Zoe yes. Kravitz, the yes. new Catwoman. Is, yes. Yeah. yeah. And she was excellent, by the way, in uh, X in First Class. I cannot remember her character to save my life right um, now. Pixie. Yes. But Pixie. really liked her in that as well. Yes, so, I definitely remember. Yeah, so Theo Huxtable. And then I'll move quickly to one more because I want to save time okay. for my uh, last one. Which is this one? Actually, I, I I broke our rules a little bit in that I didn't pick a character; I picked a show. So okay. this show again just meant a lot for me and Mike. So Mike, your your how old is Leia? Nine. Leia's nine. My son is twenty four, so a little different in age. Mm-hmm. But when he was around Leia's age, one of the things that we would do would be on Saturday mornings we would watch this show that was on Nickelodeon. I think probably still on Nick occasionally, but it's now on. The, uh, you can now stream it. I already own all the episodes. Um, but it was one of those things that we just, as a dad and a son, would nerd out and level up our awesome with this show because it was action, it was venture, it was funny, had a little bit of romance, it was multicultural, it was multi-layered, had a great mythology. And if you don't know the show I'm talking about, it was Avatar: The Last Airbender. Love Such an amazing amazing show and as great as the show is how horrible the movie was so as well, high as the show i'm sorry they're netflix, redoing it netflix yes netflix is going to be is doing yes. going to be doing a live action show yes and yes. daniel day kim just got just got announced today uh oh, okay as one i can't i forget which character but yeah daniel day kim he's yes. in it that's a good start yes yes that's a fantastic start so with uh, uh maybe it's fire maybe it's fire lord that'd be great yes but again yeah. it it was just a fantastic show and again it was on for so the three books or three seasons hey you want to look mm-hmm. at it uh the spinoff show by the way is also equally not quite mm-hmm. as good i was gonna say equally but uh legends of cora is also yeah. an excellent show actually and the only thing about legend of cora was they meant and i don't want to spoil it but it's the aspect of legend of cora that the director says um there's aspects of the character they wanted to explore that they were not allowed to explore mm. because it was considered because it's a kid's show if you've seen it you can probably guess what i'm talking about um which i would love to go oh man, it just came out like five years later we could have really gone there um but it's a, but again last airbender is a fantastic show love a soccer cora i my kid wanted um a little momo the, the lemur uh it was just one of our absolute favorite things and whatever happened to zuko's mom they have, to have a book that explains that but uh that was it so i i want to conserve some time so i'll be brief with those were okay. the two that i wanted to mention yep awesome uh so um my next one oh well i guess last air but uh one of my favorite shows too i kind of miss i didn't watch it on on, on in its completion until a couple of years ago okay so yeah, I mean, yes. I try to get Leia into it, and she just wasn't. In, I try okay. to get her into like Dragon Ball Z and and okay. Pokemon. Nope, nope. But uh, um, great what about show, Digimon, the knockoff. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've never watched Digimon. Digimon, I think was actually better than Pokemon because number one, the Digimon can actually talk, so I okay. actually prefer that Pikachu. to you know, yeah, versus Pikachu. what is, it's Meow and a couple of other athletes speak. Yeah, uh, but most of it's again they can say their names. Uh, but I love for the Ash can understand it. Like, really, no, you can't. Just stop right. it. This, this, yeah. The inflection's not changed. Just turn into an entire sentence. Oh, well, um, except for I am Groot. <laughs> yes, well, I am Groot. Yeah. Okay. Now I am Groot. I will I, again. That's because we. This is we have that selective rule, right? Because right. I'm not a. I. I didn't There's exceptions like to every rule. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, you know, Vin Diesel can emote Iron Group 27 different ways. And I'm like, yes, of course, it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, yes. 
So, but Airbender was fantastic. It is great. I think it has a really good ending. And again, if you've not seen uh, Legend of Korra, check that out. And maybe Leia dig that one. But just cool. as an overall universe, the the last Airbender universe and its mythology, fantastic. Awesome. Uh, so we, uh, you kind of touched a little bit of where I was going to go for here. Okay. My another character, a big part of my life is martial arts. I teach martial arts. I've been doing it since I was probably probably four years old. I got my black belt when I was 10 uh, and my first, my first degree black belt and martial has been a good part of my life. And one of the movies that got me into martial arts was obviously Karate Kid. So Mr. Have you ever swept a leg? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so Mr. Miyagi was, is that he's your grandpa. He's, I mean, like you, you, you have to put Mr. Miyagi in the same category as the Force and Chuck Norris. Yes. You know, about like some of the, the greatest things and ever. And, and Mr. Miyagi would just, the character was just brilliant, beautiful. Absolutely. I mean, you can't, you can't not like him. I mean, was he just hanging out by the, by the fence? on the top right. of it when Daniel, right. you know I mean? Like he was waiting right. for it. Right. Right. I mean, but uh, yeah, I mean, just Mr. Miyagi, man, just such good memories. That, that's mm-hmm. about all I can really say about this. I'm just thankful for a character like that. Touched my soul, touched my life. and made, made me part of who I am today. Well, first off, thank you for mentioning that. What I mean, I mean, we, we try to keep our list around four or five. Uh, and there's so many. Pat Morita, R.I.P. Yeah. Just, I mean, there's that 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 role he brought so much heart. And again, things that uh, and, and, and again, when we play, we look 30 years later, uh, which is amazing just to say that. So many of those things, you know, the wax on, the wax off, mm-hmm. they've been made such a part of popular culture yeah. that they become reference of people even maybe even get it. But just again, it the the way that because now you see it spoofed and it, not even necessarily spoofed, it it's been sprinkled in so much when we look at those people, kind of like when you watch a buddy cop movie. Yeah. When you, when you saw 48 hours with Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte God, back in the day, movie. it we had never seen a buddy cop movie. So now when you yeah. see them all the time, it's like, but you understand, this is where this started. Yeah. So when you look at, you know, this is the first time that martial arts had really been brought to the level of it not just being used for violence. Like we had we had Bruce Lee, we'd had Chuck Norris, mm-hmm. we'd had, you know, we'd had, you know, a lot of the dubbed, sometimes really poorly uh kung fu movies brought in and those sort of things. But this was really the first attempt at an American. Uh, view when they asked number one gave a lot of respect and deference to Asian culture. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know, it, you know, Mr. Miyagi wasn't just a happy go lucky person. Uh, they gave him a little bit of broken ink because he's an immigrant. However, mm-hmm. you know, he was completely understandable, unlike how we treated Jackie Chan in the Rush Hour movies. Uh, but it was just such an awesome thing. And again, when you watch the whole wax on, wax off with the paintbrush, you didn't mm-hmm. know where this was going. Right. And then we, then we have that scene where he puts it all together. And again, Billy Zabka, you have the, when he, and again, think of we did this movie today. Miss Miyagi would have been arrested for beating up a bunch of teenagers. But right. it was the 80s. And you go slap him around. It's fine. Slap yeah. him around. You know, oh, God, Creasy, Mercy's for the week. You yep. know, I mean, uh, put him in a body bag. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was just so much of that movie that's fantastic. Movie. And Miyagi, 
Yeah, no, yeah. And Miyagi is a linchpin of so many of those things. And even when you go to the sequel, um, you know, when they go to Okinawa, yeah. and again, all those great things, which again, another reason why you just have to watch Cobra Kai if you're not watching it, because they do a great job of integrating uh, all the first two movies into different scenes there. We have a Kimiko cameo, all those yep. things, um, which is just fantastic. So thank you so much for bringing up Miss Miyagi again, one of my favorite characters as well and i'm having all the warm and fuzzies thinking about that so i think karate kid is gonna be a binge this weekend oh you know what i that that might happen actually happen over here too all right then my next one now this one here really uh put me on my path my current path right now i went to the military and and did all that kind of stuff and i came home and, and i was lost for a while and what really got me back into nerdum and collecting comic books and things like that. I struggled with drugs for a while and everything, you know, but um, I picked up a comic book. It was written by Kevin Smith mm-hmm. and it was a green arrow comic book. Mm. And that is why green arrow is my favorite character sure, because sure. that, I mean, like um, it was, uh, it, I remember, I remember like I ran across like a meme or something. It was just mm-hmm. like, the, you have like Green Arrow, stupid. He's just a knockoff Batman, and yeah, he is. He is yeah. a knockoff Batman. He's a knockoff Batman and, and Robin Hood, right? Yeah. It's like the principle behind behind the Arrow is that it's always moving forward. He's sure. always going to go forward, you know. Sure. And, you know, and um, that one comic book, I don't even remember. I, I I have it. I still have it, but I can't even. Th- I can't think. I can't even think of the t- of it right now. But it was that one book. Yep. And I think I got it for like Christmas or something. Like I, I, it was sure. just, it was just so unexpected. It was just like, Oh, sure. green arrow. Okay. Then I read it. I'm like, wow. Yes. You know? And uh, that put me, if, if it wasn't for that book, I would not be doing this podcast with you right now. I'd probably be in jail. <laughs> I'd probably be in well, jail. You know, I probably, you know, just, you know, it's funny, like the nerdum, you know, when mm-hmm. you, when you meet people and, and you have that nerdum and, and, and the just, yeah, it's amazing how stuff like that can just change your life. Well, first off, thank you, Green Arrow, because someone I love to death, man. Thank you to Green Arrow. If Green Arrow had not done anything else but to get you on the path you're on now, where well, we are friends, we are buzz. Thank you very much, Oliver Queen. But I'm glad. So, so all cards on the table. I'm not a huge. I I enjoy the Green Arrow. I'm not a fan yeah. of you are, but I would tell you though from the things that I do enjoy about Green Arrow. Which, yeah, as a Batman fan, so like you mentioned, he's yeah. a knockoff Batman. He is what he isn't. And what I mean by that is, yes, he's a beast. Because I always make sure that, because even in the writing of DC, makes sure you understand <laughs> Bruce Wayne's a billionaire, Oliver Queen's a millionaire. Right? Even kind of, like, let's remember right. here. But, and I love the when you do have some JLA comments when they aren't, they don't like each other. They shouldn't. They're no. very different people. Where you've got, you know, you always go like, hey, if these are real people, where would they even land like the political spectrum? And you go, where would Bruce land? Um, but there is no doubt Oliver Queen is a super duper car. He's he's the ACLU that beats up people. Yeah. But that that larger social consciousness and some of the things that they did, they explored drug because they even did it with like his supporting cast with the speedy characters. Mm-hmm. So they explored drug use with Roy Harper. But yeah. you cannot remember the alter ego, but the second Speedy is actually the first HIV AIDS positive character in comics. Yep. She actually was a former prostitute, if I remember right. So they made they showed a lot of Green Arrow goes dark. Yeah. Uh, some of the comics that I have read that I was a really huge fan of is the Green Arrow Green Lantern comics and Hard Traveling Heroes. Yes. And one of one of the most and again 
and uh, I, again, folks, we do not compare our lists beforehand, mm-hmm. but I'm so glad you mentioned because it lets me bring about, uh, I, and forgive me for knowing the issue, if I've racked my brain, I can, but there's a very powerful panel in Green Arrow and Green Lantern where um, Green Arrows are sending from the skies and uh, there's an elderly African-American gentleman that goes, you know, we see what you do for the blue man and for the green man, what are you going to do for the black man? And that was just so epically powerful of like, and you see the artwork is fantastic. You see how Jordan actually really have pause yeah. going, wow, I'm, I'm a space cop, right? And I have this yeah. entire sector 2814. You will never forget that from your tat. <laughs> uh, uh, never will forget 2814 again. That's pretty, that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, uh, but uh, and if you don't know that, listen to the podcast, folks. We we, we drop we drop gems every week. But um, it was just such a cool thing that shows that comic books exist in more than comic books. And this is why we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. So much of the things in our nerdverse, comics are the best example of this. That they because you can you can I think you take a little more time in developing story. With yeah. movies, you got to make your money back. With yep. TV shows, you got to have ratings enough to get another season. Yes, with comic books, you have to have a readership, but you can explore things. You can get a little more in your hands in the dirt. Yeah. And that's what Green Arrow has always done. That's one of the things I do appreciate um, about the character. And by the way, just a cool thing, just a quick tangent aside, I want to think, because I, you know, all cards on the table, I look at representation when we look at comics, you know, okay, and, or any type of things in our nerd verse. Mm-hmm. And I love one of the, one of the backstories of, the argument for bringing in John Stewart as a Green Lantern, which is remember the Green Lantern is supposed to represent the best of humanity, right? Yeah. So I've been Sewer's ring finds Hal Jordan, right? And then from Hal Jordan, we got a Guy Gardner. Yep. And then when they were moving away from Guy Gardner, they the idea was they were going to give a third was Kyle Rain was Kyle Rayner before Guy Gardner? I thought it was I thought Gardner was after I may have it off. I thought it was okay. Gardner, then Rayner. Well, okay, I, I think, think, it, I think, I think right. it go, yeah, because Rainer was but, in the ninety, was in the ninety. Yes, yeah. Okay, but before they went to Radner, because that was one of the original plans, was they hadn't named the character yet, but that was probably mm-hmm. where they were going. Was they go, you can't do it again. Yeah, you can't say that the first. So we have the best of humanity. You pick a white guy. Okay, now that that guy is gone, the next best of humanity is a white guy. So now we get to the third, and it's another white guy. You can't do it. You have to, and that was and, how the, the, the character of John Stewart came. And out. Kyle is the best of the three. Yes, I I agree. Kyle, uh, eh, I you know I really I like John Stewart. I will say I like how Jordan more. Well, than how, John, John Stewart's Stewart. my favorite Greenland. Well, John John okay. and Kyle, they're my okay. favorite. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going a little old school because I really liked how Jordan. Mm-hmm. I like how that square. I like the relationship between him and um uh, uh the Flash. I really like that yeah. that type of bromance they had going. Rainer to me was a little too creative with the ring. Like I like those yeah. kind of blunt. He's an artist. Words. Like he's an artist, right? Which yeah. brings up those things. You're, you know, you you probably a lot more artistic than I am. Uh, plus, I just like. I, but you know what? As much as I like him as a Green Lantern, I love him so much more as a Spectre. You know, I, I think yeah, I agree with you. And 100%. a people they sh- and a people they should. You know, you could argue because we've had a lot of characters that have died and been dead for a long time. Kind of, we bring, yeah. Invariably, we bring them back. We brought back Bucky as Winter Soldier. You bring mm-hmm. back, you know, Red Hood. Uh, Batman's died a few times. All these sorts of things. We bring mm-hmm. a Rise of Goal every three weeks. Um, bringing back Hal Jordan and really 
taking away the physical and they did a good job of showing that the specter then was kind of yeah. uh ghost of vengeance i mean sorry spirit of vengeance where you know he doesn't have that human compass anymore he's trying to destroy all magic again shadow pact is a great book yeah uh, but i really liked him when when it was hal jordan um yeah. i really liked it when he was hal jordan so uh i mean john stewart do you like his origin better as an architect or the marine sergeant Marine, Marine. Absolutely. Me too. So, yeah. like, um, Green Lantern is uh, Green Lantern is probably my second favorite character, sec- second or third in, in DC, mm-hmm. along with uh, with Nightwing, 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 Batman, that whole thing. But um, I like Kyle Rayner, but you know what? I don't think I've ever read more than a couple of his Green Lantern stories. Sure, sure. Um, I and and John Stewart was my Green Lantern in Justice League, the, yes. the cartoon. I mean, yep. so like. And that was in so John Stewart. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, everybody knows Hal Jordan. I mean, the comics were was was always Hal Hal mm-hmm. Jordan. Mm-hmm. The cartoon was always John Stewart. Uh, right. And then uh, then when I got kind of when I was in high school and stuff, it was it was Kyle Rayner. But yeah, right, right, awesome. Well, again, a great pick. And again, it shows you again the depth of the characters, and I love the fact that your list is taking kind of again number one, they mean things to you personally. But also, again, the the just, you know, they may not be the, I think both of our lists, it may not be the lead. We, you know, I said we haven't done a Batman, we haven't done a Superman, yeah. haven't done a Luke Skywalker, you know. Um, yeah. we, we shall see. <laughs> All right. Here's the deal. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my last one, which is All my right. fifth one, and then you can go. All right. All right. So here we go. So let's start off here. I said I would not bring up Batman, which I did because Batman is not on my list. But I couldn't let my list of most meaningful characters go without a connection to the Batverse. All right. So okay. while Batman is, I think, my favorite character, I think when you look at you, if you're crafting a hero, it's Batman. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely Batman. So then for every hero, you need a villain. And throughout the history of comics, DC and Marvel, there is only one we talked before that the princess bride is a perfect nerd movie yeah uh the theme from from never from ever uh from never in the story the perfect nerd things also we look at the 80s the perfect the archetypal villain in the, in my world is the one the only the man without one of the few characters without a consistent backstory yeah. without a consistent alter ego who is unapologetically evil. Yeah. There's not a redeeming thing in him that you have had multiple versions, multiple iterations in multiple genres. The one, the only, the maniacal, the clown prince of crime, the Joker. Very cool. Absolutely. He is the best character I can think. Depth. Um, yeah. if, you, if you follow the Red Hood origin story, you follow yeah. some of the others. I mean, going back to Cesar Romero playing him, that that that, that laugh, uh, uh, Hamel, Ham, mm. whether it's been Hamel. Oh, Brian! <laughs> yes. What do you think? Yeah, there's, yes. there's my there's my Hamel uh, impersonation. Yes. Okay. Uh, of course, Jack Nicholson, yep. and and it, come it, come on, think about just you can you can stop traffic with just yeah. why it's so serious. Oh, just yeah. why so serious? So R.P. to Heath Ledger, very deserving yeah. of the Academy Award. So again, my my okay. just because he was one of those, and 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 again, one of the primary reasons I really liked him 
was that they've always stuck really true to that character, yeah. which he only has kind of like, um, which this could have been said probably better for the Joker than even for Bane. But when you've got that Michael Caine um, um, uh, uh, monologue, when he's describing Bane, and he goes, some men just want to watch the word world burn, that's Joker. That is absolutely the Joker. So, yes. All right. We have a visitor. Yep. So, uh, Joker, uh, he's... Joker is like, okay, we need to sell books. So let's throw the Joker in here. Um, and Joker sells. Like right now, there's a really good Joker book, but it's more of a Commissioner Gordon story, sure. which is really good. Uh, I don't I, I don't have it. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, the Joker is just one of, he's one of the greatest characters that's ever been made. Mm-hmm. In all, in, uh, in all, Absolutely. everything. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, especially like when you talk about like pop culture, Joker. Yes. Bat, I mean, even... Well, obviously Batman, Superman, you know, but like fully, and you can't even really say he's like flushed out because like, yes, they gave us the three Jokers, eh, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the Joker doesn't have an origin. No. And that's, that's what that's makes the point. He's so insane. Right. He can't remember who he is. Right. So then the artists, and they got a little, the, the writers, they look at it as if the character can't remember who he is. Then I felt one of the things that I didn't like about Wolverine was they fleshed out the Logan backstory. And I and on one hand, mm-hmm. yeah, we want it. But then, you know, once we knew James Howlett, it's like, yeah. Okay, now we do. Yeah, all right, now the mystery's gone. They right. did, they, and you can't tell me they, they haven't been tempted. They check, because, you know, because we, because we as nerds want what we shouldn't have. Yeah. And we don't need, and it would ruin the character. Uh, if not ruined, it would absolutely fundamentally change the character. Yeah. So I love that he, again, there is no consistent backstory, origin story, alter ego, whatever you think it is, it probably isn't. And again, the Joaquin, uh, Joaquin again, there's never been, and, I, and this is why I kind of close it from my opinion, I can't think of a bad interpretation of the Joker. Mm-hmm. And we're talking multiple people, multiple genres, multiple decades. And every time they brought the Joker, which probably speaks to really good casting and writing, every time they brought the Joker to the screen, he's just been fantastic, including Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, that that movie was beautifully tragic. So was did Jared Leto redeem his Joker in the Zack Snyder cut? I think so. Well, here's the deal. I liked him. He's a different regardless. Joker. Yeah. I mean, like, so yeah he he's that's how you make a successful joker is he's different every time yes you know and and yes you so i mean like the 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 heath leather leather heath yeah ledger yeah that guy yeah yeah i mean yeah he he set that bar so high that you can't you you can't come close to that you can't be the same joker and so but yeah, I, I absolutely good call. I mean, very, very good call. Yeah, I mean, some people didn't like the, the Jared Leto one because the Jared Leto one is a gangster instead of an anarchist. Um, yeah, he didn't he didn't necessarily want to watch the world burn. He wanted to make money. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, that's that scene in the strip club with with Common. Uh, the fact that I, I really loved his relationship with Harley Quinn because I think in that one it got to the crust with with, with him and Harley mm-hmm. what that is is that uh, okay so I'm we're both the wrestling fans and this goes back yeah. to my wrestling fan of the early 80s of Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth where you got this Amen. kind of maniacal guy but he has this but the one thing that he loved more than himself is his valet Miss Elizabeth the 
one thing that the Joker authentically loves in this world, as much as he can love anything, because again, he's still the Joker, mm. yeah. is Harley Quinn. And he will burn the world down for Harley. And I oh. just think that is fantastic. So, yeah. Awesome. So, my final pick is if you if you if you've been listening there's a couple things you know about me one i have a daughter named leia (laughs) i am a pretty big star wars fan so i had the first movie that i ever saw was empire strikes back with my dad okay um so for me i'm thankful for the characters of luke leia han chewie and darth vader love it i i couldn't pick just one mm-hmm. um i i thought about just going with leia because i named my daughter after leia sure. but i mean really if i i i remember playing you know star wars with my brother and you know we would be darth vader and luke skywalker you know right. uh, but uh so i mean like just the that original cast mm-hmm. of star wars including Chewie. Chewie should have got a medal at the end of, the, of A New Hope. Absolutely. Come on now. I mean, like, why? if, if you're not going to give him the medal, why do you let him walk up there with you? Yes. I mean, come on. Yes. Chewie I mean, should have went eight S yeah. on all those. Yeah, he should have shut it down. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, and are you telling me that Han Solo never fired Chewie's crossbow up until The Force Awakens? Right. Come on now. Just as target practice, just be goofing around. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there's there's some different, definitely some things there. I mean, the same reason that you know John Candy is so good in Spaceballs playing the Mog is just to how much Chewy means, right? You yeah. have to have a good source material to play off of, right? right. And again, we all understand. Everyone understands what that means, right? right. Like, okay, sure, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and so those characters. I mean, and they. I mean, the uh, Return of the Jedi came out like what 1983, 1984. Somewhere I mean, there, so yeah. but they lived on for you know you know a decade and a half before uh, Episode One came, comes out in 1997 mm-hmm. or no? Yeah. 90, no, the, the re-releases came out in 97, and Episode One came out in 99. Okay. Um, if I if I'm remembering right, so but uh, man, just those just remember Star Wars meaning so much to me growing up. Well, I mean, I those, they were those movies that we had on VHS that we pop in all the yes. time and yes. watch the barge scene from Return of the Jedi over and over yes. again. Yes. When yes. you're a kid, Return of the Jedi is your favorite movie. Absolutely. When you get a little bit older, Empire Strikes Back is your favorite yes. movie. Yes, it definitely. But here's the deal. You can't go. So you can point to episodes one through three and go. You know what, man? You can really point to false light jar jar and things of that nature. Yeah. You can look at episodes seven through nine and go, Palpatine at the tail end, you know, like really that was that felt a little forced. We look at the again, the first three. So you can almost say if you're making a nine piece, uh, so I'm not sure what you what a what a nine, what a what a what a what a triple version of a trilogy is. Um, you may need to do a little self-editing there too. But George Lucas, yeah. again, we will fix Star Wars for you. Yeah. Um, with with that being said, um, like you said, as a kid, my favorite one was Return of the Jedi because them was a happy ending. Yeah. They have the Ewoks. Yeah. You know, you have all these, and that's what. And if you were only gonna make three, 
then that that's kind of where you put the bow in, right? Yeah. You got, you know, Anakin redeeming himself. And again, as a kid, I knew who James Earl Jones was because, you know, my mom made sure I knew that that voice was James Earl Jones. And then and when he takes the mask off, well, I'm sure for some people, like, oh, there's his dad. I mean, in, in my house, I was like, wait, what? Hi, Leia. That's not James Earl Jones. That's an old white guy. Like, what is this? But um, it was fantastic. I mean, like yeah. you said, that core group, uh, you, I would have even I would have even thrown in the droids, even CP3PO, which is which is one of the most annoying characters on television right. in movie history. But still, he has R2 to, to, to bounce off of. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, again, the and think about this again. We know Star Wars is iconic, but really just the idea of the lightsabers, you know, again, everything to do with the force, mm-hmm. um, the force choked it. I mean, basically, there's not a part of Star Wars that has not been memed. Right. Um, one of my favorite scenes is the cantina scene. Uh, you know, again, I'm still a little salty that the one brother that stays in the movies is a villain. Like, really? Come on, Lando. You know, I want him to have some Coke 45. But, you know, it's just fantastic. And I'm so glad. And if you would have picked one character out of that, it would have been, I think, inauthentic because yeah. you needed all of that. There is no, if Luke doesn't have Han to be the rogue, if Han doesn't have Chewie to be the straight man if leia doesn't have luke to be the person that she runs to if luke doesn't have yoda mm-hmm. you know all those sorts of things it doesn't work if yoda doesn't have vader yeah. you know and I've, I've played with it a couple times on my own facebook page again one reason why empire becomes your favorite as an adult is just that scene he loses the hand i am your father again unless you spoke german it was a complete surprise <laughs> and that that authentic Mark Hamill, no. But again, we've you can you, you replay it and make it feels a little contrived now. But I remember seeing Return of the Jedi, yeah, and that scene where he goes, "I am your father." And again, it's been played with far too much not to get the real impact mm-hmm. of it. But in that moment, I think it was in '83 when that moment when he did that reveal, the theater was silent. It was like, wait. Because again, way before Voldemort, mm-hmm. you know, this is the epitome of evil. And for him to be, because again, where he had led was, and Lucas did a great job. It was going to, because come on, we, we, we've been conditioned to expect. Luke and Leia are going to get together, number one. Yep. And again, Lucas, you, 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 you got a little Game of Thrones there. <laughs> a couple of those scenes, all right? We got a little, little close there, but you said you always knew. Did you? Because if not, you you, you, put, you got a little Lannister there. Um, <laughs> um, but and I think her and Han made a, <laughs> made much more sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, dude. I know. Uh, just fantastic. All the things with Vader. Uh, and again, this cool ass, just that that walk and the breathing and all this sort of stuff. I mean, so much of those things are so damn iconic. And again, the end of Empire where he loses the hand he drops you, you think maybe he's actually dead and the, the the silence yeah when you go out that that's knowing you have connected with the, it the only, the only other time that i had is and i'll finish my little um uh, discussion on this was when um the end of um the closest was at the end of um infinity war mm. you know when yeah. you see all the heroes turn, turn and, ash 
her to ash. And what really killed when I went, I saw it twice, and I saw it twice in the same weekend mm-hmm. was when Groot turns to Ash. And you just go, wait, because you because for some reason you just knew Groot was gonna be there, right? Right. And and that was so that was so and and, and, and of course Brad by the way, Brad, uh uh Bradley shoot voice of rocket. Bradley Cooper does yeah. a great job of voice and rocket. But that was the close, and that was not even that. Yeah, but that was the closest where you have a group of nerds who were pretty loud people to begin with. Hence, we do podcasts. Mm-hmm. Just go like, wait, and we knew that there was going to be something like that in the first one, right? Because you got to have the they come back in the second one. Yeah. Jedi was completely, uh, excuse me, Empire that we had was completely out of left field. Uh, the bad guys really win in that film for the most part. Yeah, and it was just fantastic. So thank you so much for bringing it because that is truthfully. Just an awesome, awesome uh, uh, group and movie series to be thankful for. Awesome. So are you ready to get tatted? Yes, sir. I see the time. Let's get tatted. All right. Uh, So I think it's, I go first this time, don't I? Yes, sir. You do. So I have a, who am I? All right. Okay. And uh, I'll go ahead and I'll let me know if you want me to to say my, my clues over again. So, okay. I was born in 1952. Okay. I'm great at every sport. Okay. I'm mostly found in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm sweet as sugar, but could kill you in an instant. Go to bed. I'll be there in a few minutes. Okay. I'm, I am known for making your days great. So this is I a was, character. A character. I was born in 1952. Okay. I am mostly found in the morning. I'm great at every sport. I'm sweet as sugar, but could kill you in an instant. I am known for making your days great. Oh, I can hear the hint. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Okay. Sweet as sugar, but I can kill you in an instant. Sweetest sugar. I feel like that's that's the one that's rambling around in my head. Sweetest sugar, I can kill you in an instant. What year were you born? 19 what? 1952. 1952. Okay. I'm assuming 52 is the creation. Yes. Uh, Sweetest sugar. Oh. But the being in 52 has got to be a comic reference. Mm. I also want to hazard a guess. I'm trying to even get my head around <laughs> hazarding. This is very good, Brad. I like this. This is really good. Uh, and I'm known from, I'm, I, I can usually be found in the morning. Mostly, mostly found in the morning. Mostly found in the I'm great at every sport. Great at every sport. I'm sweet as sugar. Yes. But could kill you in an instant. I am known for making your days great. Great at every sport, known for making your days great. I don't know why Swamp Thing is bust around in my head. Okay. All right. Do you want to? That is not correct. I'll give you okay. two more guesses. If you want to ask All some right. questions, you can ask some questions. Okay. So, is this a character from a comic? No. Okay. So that helps. All right. Um, okay, so so if it wasn't, then so we gotta go. My head, then I gotta go. Mo- I gotta go. TV series. Then I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking this from a movie. 
So it's not from a movie. Is it from a video game? Not from no, a video game. No, it wouldn't be not from not from the fifty. And not from a TV show. Really? <clears throat> really. So not so okay. I want to make sure I'm clear. Not a movie. Not a TV show. Not a comic. Not a game. Correct. Oh wow! But, but it can is be a found on TV. Can be found on TV. Okay. It can't be Tony the Tiger, is it? It is Tony the Tiger. Oh wow! <laughs> very good, very good, man. Oh my goodness, that is fantastic! Wow, I was when when you said great at every sport, my head missed. I immediately went to Tony like with like a baseball glove or something. Right, I go, but then I go, no, 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 no. By the way, the nerd version does not have any parameters, so this is great. Uh, oh God, I'm gonna come with a great review next week. Okay, all right, so. Here's here's mine. So thank you. That was fantastic. That 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 just made my 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 evening. Because by the way, my favorite cereal growing up, as most kids was, it's really back in our era, was um uh uh Frosted Flakes. Yeah. So I did with many a morning looking at Tony the Tiger. He was my best friend. Okay. So here we go. So I have so again. So uh, I get to bring a Star Wars reference this week. Very which cool. is which is my tad. I have three individuals okay. that I would love for you to tell me that in that in a universe where we have Jedi and Sith, so we have the Force. Okay, I have three individuals, and I want you to tell me if they would be a Sith or a, and they have to be one or the other. Okay, they have to be a Sith or a Jedi. Okay, and I want you to tell me number one, which are they, but number two, why? Why, okay. in your opinion? Are they either a Sith or a Jedi? I like this. All right, cool. All right, so we've got three folks, and whenever you're ready, we'll start the list. I'm ready. Let's bring it. Number one, Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald is obviously a Jedi. Okay, why? Because he is all about making people happy. He's not attached to anything because he doesn't have any friends. I mean, Hamburglar's gone. What what was the purple grout? Grimace, 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 Grimace yes. is no more. Yes. Um, you know, they have all they have all gone to the the other side of the force. Sure, sure. He's always got a freaking smile on his face, maybe because he's a clown, but mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'll say a Jedi. All right, I like that. Number two, Snuggle Bear. If you don't know who Snuggle Bear is, the fabric softener. Yep, Snuggle the Bear. Bear that is on by the way, which is a very clear inspiration for um, uh, Ted. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, this is good. Snuggle Bear mm-hmm. is a Sith. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. So because uh, Sith uh, well, for what well, both Jedi or Sith are, have no attachment, so sure. Sith uh, uh, dealing obsolete, obsoletes, mm-hmm. and he is with for one product. Yes, fabric softener. Yes, yes. And if you don't use his product, what do you get? Static. Yeah, there it is. Yes, and there I it like is. That. Force lightning comes yes. from the Sith. Yes. Not to mention, he's probably forty years old, and they've never let him wear pants. And I feel. <laughs> Feel like that would just completely, completely drive it to the dark side. Uh, okay, All right, so, okay. 
All right. So here's my final one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hedge my bets here a little bit, or at least kind of expand a little okay. bit. So this person, without a doubt, is is the complete master. Whether okay. it is Jedi or Sith, that's the only question. But this person is completely one with the force. This person okay. completely they had the midichlorian count is through the roof. This person is the one true ultimate master of the force. This person bends the force to their will like no other. So now we're determining whether they're side of light or the side of dark. Okay. That person is the one, the only, the nay, the nay I say immortal, Betty White. Oh, man. You know, like, I yeah. don't feel, I, I, I kind of feel like if, if I call her a Sith, I'd be struck down and dead. Right here. <laughs> Right, I feel like I I, yeah. I don't feel like I could live, yeah, uh, with classified. But but you know, there's a part of me that feels like I should. However, but it's Betty White. Betty White is wholesome. Betty White is is just this. She's from the Golden Girls. I mean, you just sure. you can turn you can turn anything with Betty White on, and you're gonna smile. You're right. gonna have a good time. I okay. think that Betty White. She I mean, she probably knew Yoda. Yes, I mean, I, her and Yoda dated. Let's be real. Right. Okay, right, they exactly. went to homecoming together. Absolutely. Right. You know, so I, she, Betty White is forever the Jedi Master. Okay. She is, I mean, like she's above Grandmaster. She, sure. The, the, she is the Force Master. Sure, sure, sure. She is the source of the Force, right? Right. Okay. So, so number one, I agree with you completely about Ronald McDonald. I completely agree with you about Smuggle Bear. I will have to disagree. On Betty White. To me, Betty White is still alive. Yes, thank you. She is Master Death. Okay. Think about it. I can see Betty White absorbing the life force from the other Golden Girls. Right. I can see her just taking out Blanche and Rose and Sophia. Okay. Um, There's also a darkness. I mean, her wit is razor sharp. That is true. You're right. Even though we know these things, but we still intrinsically love her, similar to Palpatine. Right, you know, Palpatine was kind of the kindly old chancellor, right. but he's yeah. really, you yeah. know, the, the master of the dark side. So, I think in fact, I if there's anyone that can trump Palpatine as ma- master or mistress of the dark side, not yeah. that they have the same haircut, I gotta go with Betty White. So, you say Jedi, I say Sith. It is up to the it is up to the revenge of the of the nerds universe. Let us know if Betty White with any of our content. Let yeah. us know your thoughts. But really, is Betty White Jedi, as Bradley would say, or is she a Sith Lord, as Brian Dennis would say? I, you know what, and I, Brian Dennis, and the S stands for Sith. It, you know what, it might. It does not stand for Mace, though. Which I again, I kind of want to be a Sith because I want the Betty White Sam mm-hmm, Jackson. Right, and again, yet again, we have brought in. Samuel I was just gonna Jackson. say we almost yeah and, we, yes and remember the L stands the mother <laughs> that's so, yes, right sir all right I, sir I, I super dig it that was fun that was a lot of fun um all right anything else well as always I'll let you close us out but again this was a fantastic way best part of my week and love love my awesome with with fantastic me too man this uh I was looking forward to this one for a few days I've been wanting to get that tat out there for a while. Ever since I came up with it, I'm like, okay. That was all awesome. Right, I'm gonna, I, I've got to, my brother's already going with what I'll give you next. Oh, dude, I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a serial, serial mascots for a quick fight coming up soon. 
Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't forget to check us out on uh, on on uh, uh, Patreon. And also you can go to anchor.fm slash PVOTN if you want to uh, help us out, throw us a couple bucks, help us keep the lights on, uh, all that kind of good fun stuff. Also, you can tweet at me at Fandemic3. Brian, where can everybody find you? As always, you can find me on Facebook at Brian Stephen Dennis. Feel free to follow me, to like me, uh, be my friend, and I try and keep things light and happy with Facebook posts. So definitely feel free to check me out on that social media page. Awesome. Thanks for catching up. You're welcome for leveling up your awesomeness. Live free or die empty. Have a great night. What? What?